I'm Amarachi Crystal, and you're listening to Life by Amarachi Podcast, where I and my guests share our life experiences and inform you from an analytical and mental health perspective. Make sure you subscribe so you can stay up to date with new episodes I upload. Subscriptions are now on a monthly basis for as low as 99 cents per month to as high as $9.99 per month. Donations are also welcome through the support link on Linktree and Cash App. If you cannot financially support, share the podcast with your community to grow the podcast listenership. Don't forget to leave a comment or review and a voice message that can be highlighted on an episode. All subscriptions, donations, voice messages, and episode links will be in the show notes. Hello, you already know how we begin. We begin by asking each other, how are you feeling today? If you're feeling good, you already know that's wonderful. And if you're not, you should already know by now, that's okay. You don't always have to be up. You don't always have to be on a hundred. You just always have to be. Today, I'm more upbeat as you can tell by my voice. Hopefully you can tell because sometimes I know I come off and I sound a little monotone, but hey, radio voice, right? (laughs) I'm over the hump of my cycle, which means PMDD is not kicking my butt right now. If I could describe the feeling of PMDD, It's like being dragged by a Mack truck. It's not even a fun experience because you know that it's a hormonal issue and it's not your real emotions. It's really hard to differentiate between the two. So you have to do, and what I do especially, is a lot of mindfulness, a lot of journaling to make sure to know that these emotions that I'm feeling or something that I absolutely do not have control over. But I could always gain control over them by simply being within them and doing these little tricks and tweaks to my day to make sure that I'm okay. Which brings me to today's episode. So let's get into it. In this episode, we'll talk about how to know whether you're personally dealing with a form of mental illness and what the different mental health professionals are out there. Sidebar, you'll hear me say mental struggle or mental health struggle instead of mental illness because the stigma and triggers some may have behind the word illness does happen. It also triggers me. So for me to relax and be able to receive this information as I want my listeners to do as well, I'll refer to mental illness as a mental struggle or mental health struggle. Let's continue. A lot of us might not even know we deal with mental health struggles because we are so used to how we behave and interact that we aren't aware of how much damage is causing to us and the people around us. Mental health struggles are on a spectrum. 
they aren't only about the huge cases we hear like bipolar or schizophrenia. They can also appear in someone who may be dealing with situational depression like myself or someone who deals with anxiety or chronic anger. There are levels to mental health struggles that we need to be aware of so that we get to the bottom of it and begin our healing and balanced living. I'll list a few symptoms to look out for when analyzing whether you or someone you know might be struggling with their mental health. The most common mental health struggles we all hear about is depression and anxiety. I also feel like we don't speak enough about chronic anger, which some may call being temperamental or having temper or anger issues. I'll expand on the meanings and symptoms of these three mental struggles. Let's begin with depression. Depression can show up differently depending on the person. The changes in how most people function day to day and typically for more than two weeks is how to gauge whether or not they are experiencing depression. Common symptoms include changes in sleep, changes in appetite, lack of concentration, loss of energy, lack of interest in activities, hopelessness or guilty thoughts, changes in movement in that you're less active or easily agitated, physical aches and pains or suicidal thoughts. There is no singular cause for depression. It can occur at random and can be triggered by several factors. I'll name three common factors that may cause depression. The first factor is trauma, which can be experienced as a child or adult and causes a long-term effect on the brain's response to fear and stress. The second factor that can cause depression might be a life circumstance like all forms of relationship changes, whether marital, family, or friendship shifts. Someone's financial status or where they live can also cause depression. The third factor can be a medical condition such as a history of sleep disturbances, a medical illness, or chronic pain. Let's move on to anxiety. We also hear a lot about anxiety. At times, it's tossed around in language lightly because, yes, we all experience some levels of anxiousness when we are faced with a situation we have not much control over or situations that are very new to us. Anxiety becomes a serious mental health struggle when those feelings of fear and distress become overwhelming and stops us from doing everyday activities. When anxiety becomes debilitating and excessive, especially when there is no threat in sight, it becomes a mental health struggle that needs managing. There are physical and emotional symptoms to anxiety. The emotional system can show up as a feeling of apprehension or dread, feeling tense and jumpy, restlessness and irritability, anticipating the worst, and being watchful for signs of danger. The physical symptoms of anxiety are pounding or racing heartbeat and shortness of breath, sweating, tremors and twitches, headaches, fatigue and insomnia, upset stomach, frequent urination and diarrhea. These symptoms do show up differently depending on each person. Now onto chronic anger. We may have gotten angry at some point in our life where it took some time to cool off. And we may also have experienced someone who has gotten angry around us. Sure, 
Anger is a regular human emotion that stems from feelings of frustration, hurt, annoyances, or disappointments. But where anger turns chronic is when frustration, hurt, annoyance, and disappointment have been suppressed and that anger it turns into begins to affect relationships, even the relationship with self, where it affects thinking and behavior patterns. Anger can also cause physical illnesses like high blood pressure, digestive and heart problems, among several more. Symptoms of chronic anger are seen when someone becomes easily angry or violent when consuming alcohol, struggling to compromise or mutually agree without getting irate, has difficulty expressing emotions in a calm and healthy way, when someone ignores or refuses to speak, or inward aggression that can lead to isolation or self-harm, or outward aggression that leads to shouting, swearing, or being physically violent and threatening. Substance abuse or addiction and cycles of bad behavior which may negatively affect relationships are all effects of chronic anger. Although we might have our own individual ways of dealing with mental struggles like meditation, breath work, physical exercises, and speaking to close friends and family, I'll ultimately advise seeking professional help in addition to those outlets. Getting the support from a mental health professional will be more helpful than trying to deal with these struggles on your own. A mental health professional has guidelines and questions that are scientifically used and proven to help us dig deeper than our eyes and consciousness can see. We are naturally processing from survival mode when struggling with mental health, and a mental health professional can break through that survival mode to help us get to the root of the issue so we can break through the barriers and truly heal. I will forever be an advocate for talk therapy because when we speak about our experiences in life and listening to us and questioning our thought process, a mental health professional can help us connect the dot to things that have happened to us with a suitable diagnosis. Then they can prescribe curated healing tools, healthy coping mechanisms, or even medicinal assistance to help us. For medical assistance with mental health struggles, we will need the support of a psychiatrist who can also apply forms of talk therapy in their practice. There is also holistic therapy, which involves a mixture of talk therapy and spiritual work like mindfulness practices and Reiki. To expound on what Reiki is for those who aren't familiar, Reiki is a Japanese form of alternative medicine called energy healing by using techniques like palm healing to transfer universal energy from the practitioner to the patient in order to encourage emotional and physical healing. In order to seek better support and healing, connecting with a mental health professional to me only seems like the logical choice even if you feel as though your struggles are in the worst of the worsts. It's also not easy for those who think they don't have mental health struggles to see how they are affecting the people around them. And I personally know a few in my life that can use a nice dose of support from a mental health professional. I feel as though and hope that 
if they were to see or hear that the relationships around them, even the ones that I have with them, causes an atmosphere where I and others are walking on eggshells or don't totally feel safe, they will then take their mental health struggles seriously. But again, only one can hope. In this episode, I really didn't have a personal story to share. I just wanted to celebrate World Mental Health Day by bringing more awareness to the topic of mental health. But I will leave you guys with a quote, well, actually with two quotes that I found that I think you will resonate with. If you don't, that's okay, but here are the quotes. The advice I'd give to someone that's silently struggling is, you don't have to live that way. You don't have to struggle in silence. You can be unsilent. You can live well with a mental health condition as long as you open up to somebody about it because it's really important you share your experience with people so that you can get the help that you need. This was by Demi Lovato. The second quote goes, Anything that's human is mentionable, and anything that is mentionable can be more manageable. When we talk about our feelings, they become less overwhelming, less upsetting, and less scary. By Fred Rogers, also known as Mr. Rogers. Thank you so much for listening and sharing space with me today. And remember to take care of yourself and your mental health because you all deserve it.